0: Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Acclaimed American architect Frank Lloyd Wright once said, the architect must be a prophet. If you can't see at least 10 years ahead, don't call him an architect. Wright proved his own words when he designed Falling Water, a private residence that's now preserved as a museum and has captivated countless spectators for more than 80 years. Set in the Laurel Highlands region in the mountains of southwestern Pennsylvania, Falling Water remains open to visitors today, many decades after Wright's death in 1959. A now classic example of what's called organic architecture, Falling Water is a sweeping, tiered structure designed to be both a part of and apart from the natural landscape surrounding it. It incorporates wood and rough-edged stone, quarried from the property itself, along with bold, blunt lines of concrete and steel, all set atop an active waterfall, a balance of human and natural elements. Here's its story. In 1935, Pittsburgh department store owner Edgar J. Kaufman Sr. hired Wright to design a private residence for his family the house would serve as their weekend home out in the country, roughly 75 miles or 120 kilometers outside of Pittsburgh. A Kaufman and his wife, Lillianne, were impressed by Wright's work after visiting their son at an architectural school that Wright designed and ran in Wisconsin. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email with Clinton E. Piper, who works as a senior administrator of special projects at Falling Water. He explained, the Kaufmans were innovative retailers with an eye toward good design. Their son, Edgar Kaufman Jr., read Frank Lloyd Wright's autobiography and participated in Wright's apprentice program in Spring Green, Wisconsin. Since Wright had experienced a lack of work during the Great Depression, which put a halt to many architectural endeavors, landing such a big commission helped put him back on the map as a top architect. Wright completed construction on the main house, a 5,300-square-foot, that's 500-square-meter structure, by 1938. And finished building the guest house, which measures some 1,700 square feet or 160 square meters. The following year, the home remained a private residence of the family until 1963, when Edgar Jr. gave the deed to Falling Water and the surrounding 1,500 acres (but 600 hectares) to the Western Pennsylvania Conservancy, dedicating the property as the Kaufman Conservation on Bear Run Memorial to Edgar J. and Lillian S. Kaufman. A Falling Water first opened its doors for public tours in 1964. Since then, many entities have recognized the importance of Falling Water's artistry. In the late 1970s, the U.S. Department of the Interior designated the museum a National Historic Landmark. And in 2019, UNESCO added Falling Water and seven other Frank Lloyd Wright-designed sites to its list of World Heritage Sites, marking an impressive international recognition of Falling Water's legacy in the world of architecture. It's also the only major Frank Lloyd Wright work with its setting, original furnishings, and artwork still intact. More than 4.5 million people have visited Falling Water since it opened to the public, among them architectural buffs and curious novices alike. Piper said, Falling Water is a humane experience, where Wright's insight the Kauffman family's way of life and the natural setting are spread out for all to experience and question, regardless of their background or previous knowledge. Wright popularized the prairie style of design, which focused on residential houses in the Midwest between 1900 and 1916. The prairie style emphasized neat horizontal lines, which became Wright's calling card. You can see these simple lines and sharp right angles in the exterior of falling water. And as mentioned before, falling water particularly stands out as exemplary of organic architecture, which blends man-made structures with the natural world around them organic architecture became a staple in Wright's designs. Piper explained, much of Wright's nearly 70-year architectural career created buildings and houses that connected one way or another to their natural setting. This was especially true of Falling Water, which was surrounded by thousands of acres of wild beauty in the Bear Run Nature Reserve. Wright leaned into that natural setting by building walls of Pottsville sandstone quarried again on the property itself. To reflect the stone outcroppings found in Bear Run. He also challenged the natural surrounding with concrete cantilevers, which he stacked to form bold terraces in multiple directions and offer beautiful vistas of the wilderness. Piper said, the powerful symbolism of architecture seemingly erupting from nature was at the core of Wright's philosophy of organic architecture. Wright selected materials such as marine-grade walnut veneer plywood for the built-in furnishings to address the effects of living with nature. Falling Water's most iconic attribute is, of course, its waterfall, hence the name Falling Water, which gently tumbles beneath the home. Piper said, The sound of the falls is the backdrop that ties the entire experience together. But designing such an architectural masterpiece made Fallingwater a pricey endeavor for Wright and the Kaufmans. According to Piper, the Kaufmans set an initial budget between $20,000 and $30,000 for the construction of the house. But Wright well exceeded that initial budget. Fallingwater wound up costing $155,000, including an $8,000 commission fee for Wright and $4,000 for built-in furniture. That's a bit over $3 million in today's dollars. But, of course, as a great work of art, in many ways it's priceless. According to Piper, famous guests ranging from Albert Einstein to Frida Kahlo have stayed at Falling Water. Since being turned into a museum, Falling Water no longer accepts overnight guests. But there are still plenty of ways visitors can enjoy the museum. During COVID-19, guests may experience the outdoor setting of Falling Water with an advanced reservation, and masks and social distancing are required. If you can't swing an in-person visit, that's no problem. Visit fallingwater.org to try one of their at-home experiences, such as one of the virtual tours conducted via live stream weekly, each one offering information about a different aspect of the home. Today's episode is based on the article, Falling Water is considered Frank Lloyd Wright's masterpiece. Here's why on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Terry Yarlagata.